guys welcome to let's fucking talk i'm lauren and today we're going to talk about divorce um obviously i have not been married or divorced so that's not the angle i'm coming from um but my parents were divorced so that literally sage comes into my closet and meows every time i start a podcast you have anything else Anything else you want to share? Okay. Um, And if you guys wonder why I don't just close my closet door, it would be even worse because she would be screaming, meowing outside the door. So this is is the monster I live with. Anyways, um, I wanted to start the episode with a quote from a book I'm reading. Um... It is Untamed by Glennon Doyle. First of all, it's the best book I've read in a while. Like, it actively gives me chills. It makes me cry. And that's kind of hard to do when you're just reading words off a page. Um, It's not that the book is about divorce by any means, but she did go through a divorce and it's mentioned throughout the book. And... Mind you, I'm only like 50 pages in, so she might say even more good stuff about divorce. But um, what she says, she's talking about how when her marriage was very obviously near its end, she was very indecisive. She didn't know what to do. And I don't remember if it was a therapist or a friend that said to her, "Um, it's not hard decisions that mess kids up. It's indecision that mess kids up. And that is so important, and it's one of the, like, the main thing I'm going to talk about today. Um, So just a little background, my parents were divorced when I was three, and I have no recollection of it, and I can truly tell you that it caused no issues for me. Um, I was so young when it happened that that's the way life was, and it was fine. I saw my dad every other weekend, and my mom and him had a fine co-parenting relationship, so it's not like I couldn't see him more if I asked to or if I wanted to. Um, He was, like I said in a previous episode, he was always there, always around, so that wasn't, it just wasn't an issue for me. And honestly, as I got older, my mom had moments of voicing like a sadness that she felt like she didn't give me a family in quotes um which is silly because I very much have a family and just because you don't have like mommy daddy and baby in the same house does not mean you don't have a family um and as I got older my dad and I's relationship got so bad for probably about 10 years And I used to tell her all the time, like, the best thing she ever did for me was to get a divorce because 
our relationship was so bad that even seeing him every other weekend was not a good time for me. And if he was living in my house, I would for sure be significantly more fucked up. <laughs> like, I at least had a break and I had, like, my mom's house as my little safe place during the bad time with my dad. Um, so, something that I hear the most from moms, from people who are having a hard time in a relationship or are considering divorce or whatever it might be. They might not even be considering divorce, but they're having a bad time in their relationship. The number one thing, and I know you've all heard it, is that they want to stay together for the kids. And mind you, side note, this is not just for married people. I know people who are in relationships with a child. They're not legally married and they won't break up or they have a hard time breaking up because, you know, it's for the child. Um, children are very smart. Uh, they, they notice very subtle changes. They're, children are often more intuitive than adults. And kind of what happens throughout life, sadly, is that children are super intuitive and through life experience we kind of get told somewhere along the line that our intuition is not valid or we shouldn't listen to it so we kind of lose it and then a lot of us have to start all over again and work on trusting our intuition but children have intuition and they trust it because they don't question stuff they just kind of go with their gut what their mind thinks they haven't been super conditioned to do otherwise yet so you're not fooling your kids that something weird is happening. Um, I think it is far worse to expose a child to an unhealthy marriage than to expose them to a divorce. Um, yes, divorces can be rough, but most of the time, if a divorce kind of gets bad, it's still just temporary and a bad divorce, that can be more easily hidden from a child than a bad marriage. If you're having a bad divorce and there's issues with lawyers and the rest of it, unless you talk about it in front of your child, your child is probably not sitting here at the divorce hearing or sitting in front of lawyers. So your child, you can get away with your child not knowing how bad a divorce is, but a marriage where the kid is living in the house with you you're not going to be able to hide what's going on. Um, Glennon Doyle says this in her book, and I have said this my entire life. You are setting the precedent for what your child believes love and marriage looks like. And if you are fighting with your partner, sleeping in separate bedrooms, uh, living totally separate lives, that is now what your child is going to interpret as marriage, as love, as partnership. And I know many people who went through that situation and whose parents stayed married and are still married. And it's pretty fucking obvious in their relationship patterns that they totally lost 
what a healthy relationship is because of what they experience with their parents. Um, I had a friend of mine. She was a family friend. Um, and her dad cheated on her mom. And the mom was debatably too open with the girls, there's four of them, uh, with the girls about him cheating. And she then stayed with him. And from what I've seen, they're much better now. But there was a few years where it was very obvious that the mom was struggling with the husband's infidelity and it was so much tension. The dad was sleeping on the couch. And if you think that that is somehow better for a kid than divorce, I mean, you really have to think that through. Um, Divorce, it shouldn't be something that you consider like easily. I, I mean, I think it should be a last resort, but it is an option and it's an option that is really healthy in a lot of situations. Um, I think there's so many social constructs, okay, excuse me, social constructs and religious ideas that make people stay in marriages. And at the end of the day, staying in an unhealthy marriage, you're doing no favors for anyone. And again, you're not tricking anyone that lives in your house. Everyone can see that it's not good and it's not healthy. Um, And if anyone listening is in that situation, the longer you wait for to get a divorce, the longer you're impacting your children. And again, so my parents divorced when I was three. I have no recollection and I have no issues from it. Like truly. Um, It's one of the few things that I, I didn't take personally in life. And, um, my, I, I dated someone now known as Sean, since I've mentioned him in previous episodes and his parents had gotten divorced right before I started dating him and it was a shit show and he, he had a, such a hard time with it. And that was the first time that I was close to someone whose parents had recently got divorced and who was older. And I was like, oh, divorce really can fuck someone up. Like, I never knew that, and I never even considered it, because to me, I was like, no, it's fine. And and in my case, it was actually a positive thing. So, the longer you prolong things, and the older your child gets, and the more used to a certain family structure that your child is, it's going to be significantly more damaging. That just is what it is. I've heard the argument of, uh, oh, well, we'll get divorced after our kid graduates high school, after our kid is a certain amount of years old. And the thinking is that they'll be mature enough to understand. And that's just not the truth. Um, They might be mature enough to understand, but there's going to be a lot of emotional damage because everything that they've thought and believed and this relationship that they thought was like 
relationship goals because naturally you're going to think your parents are what you want in life. Um, that's going to come a tumbling down and that's, that's an extreme change and it's extremely shocking for someone, especially if you're old enough to understand. So it's like kind of a two-sided thing. Yes, they might be a little bit more mature and maybe they can logically understand, okay, they have to get divorced because of X, Y, Z, but they're also old enough to like be very used to a certain thing. And any kind of huge change like that in someone's life, um, it's often perceived as trauma, literally. So don't, if you're not happy, seriously, the greatest thing you can do is set an example for your kids and show that one, your happiness is most important. And Two, that you can go your separate ways in a healthy fashion and you guys can co-parent and you can just have a better life without being married. Um, I, I had a co-worker in Raleigh who I love to death. And when I started working with her, she was married. Um, she has three kids. And honestly, she never really openly talked about her marriage. I mean, as far as like any issues or concerns, um, I picked up on stuff on my own. Like I know she had this desire to like have fun and travel and do stuff. And he just like, literally he would not travel, which I don't even know what that means. Um, so I picked up on little stuff, but, um, I don't know. We just, she just didn't talk about it. And one day she announced to me that she was getting divorced and I seriously have never been prouder than anyone because just from the little that I picked up on, I knew she was not happy in her marriage and that this person was not making her life better, more exciting, filled with joy. And I'm sure that at home that was obvious and I'm sure her kids saw that and I kind of had this talk with her because she felt like a bad mom for doing this and she felt like a bad mom for, you know, moving out of their house and getting her own apartment and living closer to the city because that's what she wanted. They had lived like almost an hour away from the city in the middle of bumfuck Egypt because, I don't know, that's her husband was like a recluse. So, uh, we had this conversation, I'll never forget, in the car, and I was like, I promise you that not only are you not a bad mom, you are the best mom, because your daughter, especially, and uh, obviously her sons, are going to remember that you have to be happy, and moms get so trapped in their identity being mom. Like, yes, you're a mom, but you're a human, and if your name is Jessica, you're also Jessica. You're not just mom. And to, if you don't take care of yourself first, and I know it seems like counterintuitive to what a mom is supposed to be, if you're not your number one priority, you cannot possibly be the best version of a mom, period. So while you think you're being the savior and the hero, you're actually doing a disservice to your kids and for sure you're not showing up as the best version of you and the best mom you could be. Um, so 
now she is living her fucking life. She has the coolest boyfriend. She, I haven't been around her since she started dating this new person, but I guarantee that she is even better to be around, even more full of light, even more joyful. And that translates into being a mom. I'm sure she's finding that she's a better mom because she's happier now. Um, so that's my spiel on divorce. And again, obviously, I am not married and have not had to deal with these things. But uh, again, that book, Untamed by Glennon Doyle, again, it's not about divorce, but it talks so much about how she was so unhappy and constantly thinking that if she <clears throat> didn't do the right thing and stay married, that it would totally fuck up her kids. Um, but yeah, it's just the biggest disservice to stay unhappy and to expose your kids to a toxic relationship. I don't know how you think that they're ever going to be able to have a healthy relationship if all they were around was a toxic relationship. So I just kind of want, it's that I don't want divorce to be something that everyone thinks is the option and like an easy go-to, but I do need people to know that it is an option and people grow and change so much, hopefully, honestly. Um, if you're the same person you were 20 years ago, I need you to like get with it and, and let's get to growing and changing. So imagine people who are married for 5, 10, 15 years, you might be married to like five different versions of a person and that's expected. And if you're not growing together or in a way that at least complements the other person and you're not understanding of the changes someone starts to go through, you have to just be honest and it's okay to not be together anymore. And I really am someone who believes that everything happens for a reason. And maybe you met this person and it worked for as long as it did in the way it did for a reason. You had a certain child or multiple kids and these kids needed to be on this planet. They needed to be born. So it served its purpose and now it's time for you to go your separate ways. And I'm telling you, seeing a co-parenting relationship is much more helpful than seeing a relationship where, yeah, your parents are married, but they can't fucking stand each other, which again, you're not keeping any secrets from anyone. Even the smallest child, to some extent, feels uneasiness. Um, literally, babies and toddlers can feel like argumentative or negative energy, tones of voice, feelings. So there's no age of a child that you are tricking them into thinking that everything is great if it's not. So please keep that in mind. And I don't know. It's just I gained, I just have a lot of respect for what my parents did and I found out later in life why they actually got divorced. And to know that my mom was able to respect my dad the way she did. Um, my mom, I mean, 
like ex-wife goals for sure. Um, I remember us struggling financially and at a time when me and my dad were not doing good and I was like a little teenage asshole, I was like, why don't you ask him for more child support? Because keep in mind, we established a child support rate in 1995 when I was three years old. So by the time I was 15 and 16, my mom could have gone back, my mom could have gone back every fucking year if she wanted to, to raise child support because that's how inflation works and that's what a lot of people do. They'll go back and ask for more child support so that it kind of accurately represents the current economy. Um, and she literally wouldn't. She was like, uh, nope, I'm not that kind of person. Like, she put financial stress on herself before she ever went and hit up my dad for money. Um, and obviously, uh, not trying to shit talk my dad, we've come a long way. Um, he definitely put extra money besides child support. It's not like he was like, oh, well, only child support for you. If there were things that I needed, like braces, he paid for it. So I'm not saying he, he wasn't, he was always willing to step up, but like, it was crazy how my mom never held him to any standard, even though she really could have. So I got honestly such a healthy view on on divorce, on co-parenting, and if you can focus on those tools as opposed to trying to make a fucked up marriage that is obviously over work, I think it's just a better resource for your energy. Um, I'd rather spend time, like, figuring out how to co-parent as opposed to figuring out how to make a marriage work and being, like, stuck inside of a house with this fucking person who it's not working with. And... My mom, when I tell you I couldn't pay her to say something bad about my dad, and it actually pissed me off for quite a while because sometimes I felt like my feelings on him and our struggles were kind of invalidated by her, but now that I'm older, I just see what she was doing, and she was seriously not trying to feed the fire, and... I'm sure internally she wanted to fucking strangle him and I know they privately had their own conversations and I'm sure she went in on him for the way he treated and spoke to me. Uh, but to me, I mean, I could I could tell her any story, the worst story of me and my dad. And she would always say, he loves you, he means well, he's not good at emotions, he's not good at it. Like that lady wouldn't talk bad about him ever. And honestly, on the other hand, my dad, when he would get frustrated, he would shit talk my mom. And that definitely put a, even a further strain on our relationship because I was like, no, you ain't going to talk about my mom in any kind of way. And I kind of wish my dad knew the way my mom seriously was because I don't think he has, like, the full idea of it, and I don't know, to me, that that was just a way healthier upbringing than if these two humans had tried to make it work. To begin with, when looking at my mom and my dad as people, I'm not even sure how the fuck they got married, because it doesn't make any sense, um, 
it, I can't even, I can't even picture it, truly. So, I don't even know what a house with them would have been like. It would have been, it would have been bad. There would have been so much arguing, nastiness, like, no, not good. So, at the end of the day, I'm endlessly thankful for divorce. So, I hope if anyone listening to this is struggling with those feelings or feeling guilty about wanting a divorce or already having gotten a divorce, I'm here as a child of divorce to tell you that it was the best decision you made. And now the only thing you have to focus on is co-parenting and and establishing a healthy relationship in that way, which is way easier. So that's that on that. I hope um, that makes sense to you guys. And again, this is not just for married people seeking a divorce. This is for anyone in a relationship that involves a child, especially because I know that's like the number one factor that keeps people together a lot of the time. So yeah, take care of yourselves. You are your number one priority, whether you're a parent or not. And that's it. We will talk soon.